0: Today is going to be a very, very interesting program. Lots of stuff going on in the news, and we'll get to it here in a moment. Uh, Our own Glenn Beck, as you may have heard last week, has having all sorts of uh, issues with his voice uh, and is going to be out today. Pat Gray is going to be joining me in a little while uh, to do the show. It's going to be a fun one. A home, of course, is where you live, but a lot more than that. It's an investment tool as well, and that's why when you are looking to think about... I mean, I was talking to a family this weekend listed their house this past week with it. They had 15 showings in the first day and they've already had two offers o- over like by like 10 or 15% over their asking price. This is just a crazy, crazy market. Um, but if you're looking to, I don't know, maybe it's refinance. Maybe you're just looking at the, uh, the, the situation where your home value has gone up so much, you have a lot more equity. You want to refinance that and lo- lock down these lower rates while they still exist. You want to try American Financing. I've worked with American Financing myself. I know Sarah has as well. Glenn has as well many times. It's the place to go when you want to make sure you can refinance your home and check out your mortgage. Do a free mortgage review with them right now. You can call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Stu and Pat in for Glenn Beck today as he is having issues with his voice. I, I assume it was some sort of bender with Hunter Biden. We're going to find out about that probably later in the week. But for now, he's not in today. We're going to be talking about everything that's going on anyway, because we don't need Glenn to do that. Glenn can bring his amazing perspective later in the week. But today we're going to go into all of the craziness going on, particularly in the media today, the, the way they're dealing with. With the CNN failure and the Washington Post failure from this week is incredible. We'll get into that in sixty seconds. You know, we've talked about My Pillow for a while, Glenn. You know, people ask him about this all the time because you know he's had Mike Lindell on the show many times. Do you really like My Pillow, or do you just like Mike Lindell? Well, he likes My Pillow. How do you? How does Glenn sleep at night? Well, you know. People have asked him that in a lot of derogatory ways over the years. Glenn, how do you sleep at night? Well, it's my pillow. He he uses my pillow and the Giza Dream sheets that they have. He loves it. They're comfy, cool, uh, and they're great. I have the My Pillow sheets as well, and they're just fantastic sheets. And they're nowhere near the cost of other uh, people trying to c- compete with them. If you're a sheet snob, you need My Pillow. And for the moment, the Giza Dream Sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with the promo code BECK. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Specials, and check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. With the promo, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. For these great radio specials, it's MyPillow.com. So can we take a moment... And talk about the last couple of years when it comes to CNN. What an utter series of catastrophes we have seen from this network that used to be, you know, the name in news. This is CNN. James Earl Jones even said it. He told us it was CNN. And when James Earl Jones says something, he's either strangling you uh, telepathically or... He's telling you something important. And for a long time, CNN was this network. It would be a network that would honestly be a welcome addition to the, the media landscape right now, if it existed in the form that it's supposed to. And think about this. We have a lot of great opinion out there. Uh, if, you, if you're a subscriber to Blaze TV, I think you'll see perspectives from all across the right. And it's a great way to get your perspective every single day, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn if you'd like to uh, join up and save a little cash. And we do that pretty well, I think, here. There's a lot of other services on the right that do that pretty well. There's a lot of services on the left that give you left-wing opinion as well, and that's easy to find. There are not a ton of places anymore that even attempt to do just down-the-middle journalism, right? Something where they're just giving you the facts with no opinion whatsoever. There's a... there's I am in this business. I've been in this business for a long time now. There is real uh utility in opinion. That's something that we need. We can't it can't just be boring news that nobody wants to watch. I understand that people want passion, they want to hear some actual perspective, something that means something about the news of the day. What is it what does it mean in the end? I mean, you know, you can hear the facts all you want, but there is. a a need for someone who's actually doing reporting someone who is sending reporters into the middle of ukraine for example i mean we're in the middle of a a war and we aren't although we seem to be trying to get ourselves into it but in theory we're not in the middle of a war but there's a big war going on between russia and ukraine and it's difficult to know what the hell is going on on a day-to-day basis what does this mean who's advancing where we're, we're looking at, you look at them, one map of where the Russians are, and another map of, of Ukraine looks like they're winning and pushing back. Another map looks like Russia's just rolling over them. It's almost impossible to decipher what is real and what is propaganda. It's wartime. These things happen. People tell the truth, they, exagger, they exaggerate the truth, they do all sorts of things with the truth. Many times they don't stick to it, though. So it would be nice to have an organization like CNN with a lot of resources that could take some time. And tell us what's actually going on. And then places like the Blaze and places like, I don't know, the Huffington Post can, can look at the, that information and, and see it through their lens and give you an idea of their perspective. And then you can judge for yourself. That's how this is supposed to work. Well, CNN abandoned this a while ago. They've always been, to be clear, always have been a left-wing, a left-leaning network. A lot of times, though, they were a left-leaning network that attempted to do news. It was news that was left-wing all that often, as we do this show on the premier radio networks. I remember Rush Limbaugh a zillion years ago talking about the Clinton News Network. I mean, this was not a, a completely balanced source at any moment in its history. It always had a leftward lean. But particularly with the rise of Donald Trump, this organization turned off any efforts to be fair. They they didn't they they were broken. I mean, look, Donald Trump broke a lot of people. And they decided for whatever reason that this was too important. They they just couldn't maintain the appearance of attempting to be journalists anymore. And this doesn't go for every single person at CNN. There are some exceptions to this, but generally speaking as a network, especially with the arrival of, of Zucker, they decided to go down this road where they would become to the left of the Huffington Post. No matter what occurred, they would come up with somebody who would present it as a racist, homophobic, transphobic, phobic, phobic thing that the, that the right had done somehow. No matter what the story was, it would turn back to that. And look, you know, MSNBC was already doing that. There was no room for another network to attempt to do the same thing. And yet they decided this was just too important. They had to do it. And when Donald Trump won in 2016, they doubled down on it. They decided this was the most important thing that anything had ever had, that had ever occurred. And they decided to double down on just non-thinking critiques of Donald Trump. You can't, there was never any didn't seem to ever be in any information on it. And like, look, you can you could be critical of Donald Trump. I don't think anybody in this audience wants to hear somebody coming out and blathering and being a constant cheerleader for any politician. Nobody wants that. You can be critical. You can even be left-wing critical of Donald Trump. That doesn't mean you have to make things up. Doesn't mean you have to create entire arcs of scandal to try to take him out because you don't like him. Just be honest. If he's doing a poor job, if you're honest about it, the American people will recognize that. They're certainly doing this right now with Joe Biden. CNN and many other news organizations have done nothing but present the best possible view of everything Joe Biden has done since the moment he became president of the United States, and he's still at 36 and 33 and 37% approval rating. The guy can't even crack 40% And that's with the entire media behind him. Imagine if he didn't have that. So CNN goes down this road. They started off with the Donald Trump era. And even as an outsider, you'd have to recognize there were some high points here. The high points certainly were not related to journalism in any way. The high points were related to their ratings, which went up a lot. And I can give you... Uh, Some analysis from the utmost expert on this topic, Donald Trump, that Donald Trump brings ratings. (laughs) He's aware of it. Everybody's aware of it. So Donald Trump is the singular focus of CNN for four years. They talk about him all the time and they become completely obsessed to the point where a restraining order was probably necessary. Every single topic would be spun to be related to Donald Trump in some way. This was the only thing they were allowed to talk about for four consecutive years. So Donald Trump, after 2020, Joe Biden comes in, he's the president of the United States. And one thing that I don't think they thought out all that well was... If you can get Donald Trump out of the presidency and somebody else is president, then what do you do with your network? Because they had gone through a complete revamp of not only just... I mean, we know, again, they were left-wing, but to take it to this degree and then remove all ties to the vision of what they were supposed to be as a network. CNN no longer was even early in the trump days they would say oh we're the apple this is an apple remember these remember these commercials this is an apple and we're going to call it an apple because we're brave other people are going to say it's a pear or a fruit uh, a, you know a fruit salad or a watermelon but we are cnn and we will tell you that that is an apple because we are truth we tell you what truth is When you want truth, you come to us, and if we don't say it's true, it's not. That was the approach they went to initially. Over time, it became clearer and clearer to even its own viewers that this was not the case. So they just turned into a left-wing opinion network. Now, look, you can make money on left-wing opinion. People do it all the time. You can usually raise a lot of money doing it, too. There are reasons to do it. The path, uh, if you choose the path of conservatism, you're not doing it because it's easy. It's a lot easier to go out there and take the left-wing view. Everyone praises you. Everyone cheers you on. Everyone throws money at you. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. So it's easy to go that way. And so they did. And it worked for a few years. The ratings were pretty good, especially for CNN. But then Biden came in and everything has collapsed. It has absolutely disintegrated over the past year, which is really incredible. They had pretty good ratings for them, at least, back in the day under Donald Tr- when Donald Trump was president, and now those have gone away completely. They dropped something like 80% of their audience. Then you had the Cuomo scandals, where we have now evidence that not only was the coverage of Andrew Cuomo through COVID really, really terrible. We now have evidence that the guy who heads up CNN was counseling Andrew Cuomo on how to respond to Donald Trump in press conferences. We know that the first words you heard from Andrew Cuomo about his pending and building scandals when it came to his Me Too accusations against him, the first words in his defense were written by an anchor of CNN, Chris Cuomo, who wrote basically an email outline of the speech that Andrew Cuomo wound up giving. Then CNN was forced to cover a speech written by its own anchor was forced to cover press conferences based on guidance from CNN employees. The guy running it and the, the woman he was having an affair with who was a former Cuomo aide. We all know Andrew Cuomo steps down. Eventually, so does Chris. Now Chris Cuomo is suing CNN. That whole thing has collapsed. And then you have CNN+. Plus. And look, if you know anything about the, you know, the last 20 minutes or so, you might sense the slightest bit of dislike for, from me t- towards CNN. I don't, I don't love the network. I'd love to see them, I'd honestly love to see them be successful if they were doing their jobs. But when they don't do their jobs, I don't wish success on them at all. But even with that, it is hard to classify CNN Plus as anything other than the greatest media catastrophe that we have ever seen. You want to compare it to something else, give me the comparison. I don't know what it would be. Quibi, which if you don't know what Quibi is, a lot of people didn't. And that was part of the problem. That was part of the issue. <laughs> people didn't know what it was. But we, let's try to find something. Quibi, I guess, is maybe the closest recent example of a media failure like that. I will take a moment and try to find something that can compare. But I don't know what it is. Maybe the greatest media catastrophe in the history of television and broadcast and journalism. I don't know that anyone has ever seen anything like what we have witnessed with CNN Plus. And in addition to that, CNN over the past year or so. Say two years. It has been an incredible fall from relative grace again their their high points weren't exactly high points but still the fall from grace is spectacular we'll have more than that in about 60 seconds so what do the weimar republic zimbabwe and venezuela all have in common well all of them ended up looking like our country is about to look if we don't turn things around it's going to they all look like cnn plus is basically what they had in common Inflation is running rampant in the United States right now, but those of us who look at history and we talk about this often, I have a 1 trillion dollar bill from Zimbabwe. It's one of my prized possessions. I am technically a trillionaire. Um if you if you do, we all like to be a trillionaire, but you don't want to be a trillionaire like that. If you want to be informed about inflation, if you want to understand why you don't want a 100 trillion dollar bill of your own, uh, you need to get informed. I have kids uh, 9 and 10 years old. These kids beg me to re- to read to them the Tuttle Twins books. And it's so important to get kids started early. We have spent so much time on the conservative side talking about universities. It's too late at that point. It's too late at the point of universities. You need to c- talk to kids earlier about the foundations of what is important, not only of the country's foundations, but capitalism and mo- you know even monetary policy. Glenn has talked a lot about uh, the the uh, the book that's uh, the, the Jekyll Island book, um, The Monster of Jekyll Island. Is it The Monster of Jekyll Island? I can never remember the name of it. Um, but it's a great, great book. The Creature. That's The Creature of Jekyll, of Jekyll Island. Um, talking about the Fed and what a disaster the Fed is, all the Tuttle Twin books are fantastic. And I, I have two kids right in the middle of this age group, and they love them. I can tell you from personal experience. Go to tuttletwins.com. Uh, while supplies last for your free copy of the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Your last chance to get the free book offer. It's ending this week. Don't miss it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, Station ID. So Quibi is an app, or was an app. And it was launched with, I think, $1.7 billion worth of money. And the idea here was people go to YouTube all the time and they want to watch short videos. They're watching five-minute and ten-minute videos. What if, instead of the crap that's on YouTube sometimes, like, you know, Stu Does America, which is available Monday through Friday. I mean, you got that going on there. You want to avoid that, obviously. And, you know, we'll go to real talent in Hollywood and come up with real shows that are designed to be 10 minutes long. They're designed to be viewed on your phone. We can do all sorts of things. Like, you know how you you have your phone and you're watching it? What is it? Uh, Landscape? I can't remember which one is which. But you're watching it landscape and you have your phone that is it's portrait. You know, you, you, you turn your phone back and forth and then the shows get really small and you can't see them. Quibi said, well, what if we customize the shows for that process? We know people are watching them on their phone. So you turn the phone the long way, and it will zoom in to the best possible view you can see of the show. In fact, they even had situations where you could see two different things of the same show. You'd see two different views. They'd actually customize camera shots for the long way and the, and the wide way of your phone. Portrait and landscape, as it were. So kind of an interesting idea. Then they said, hey, you know when people are watching YouTube, they're watching it like when they're in the line at the grocery store. They're getting groceries. They're watching a few minutes of shows as they're as they're going through the uh, they're going through the process of getting food in their house, and that's a good idea. We'll give them shorter shows. No one's going to watch a half an hour show like Netflix has. Let's give them a shorter show. Okay, you can kind of understand it. They spend all this money, tons of money into marketing. They get their last seven hundred, I think it was seven hundred fifty million dollars of funding on March tenth, twenty twenty, and. Guess what people aren't doing anymore? People are no longer in the lines at the sores watching shows because they're all terrified they're going to die like a week later. And that wasn't the only problem with Quibi as a, as a service, but it was a pretty big one. They were designed for this idea that people were out all the time and they were watching shows while they were out, and then no one was out for a year. So a real problem. the the uh, the, it was, uh, the launch was poor, People didn't sign up. It went away really quickly. It's known as one of the biggest catastrophes in the history of media. It it lasted seven times as long as CNN Plus. Seven times as long, and they actually had at least a few good shows on Quibi. That is not the case for CNN Plus. They spent three hundred million dollars and didn't last a month. That is incredible. If you designed a failure, you could not approach the levels of what CNN Plus has accomplished here. New Coke lasted for, I think it was a couple of months at least, with Coke off the market. It lasted 17 years as a product, New Coke. Uh, But New Coke with Coke Classic off the market still was a few months. CNN Plus has to be one of the biggest consumer failures In the history of consumers. Stu and Pat in for Glenn. Back in a second. The Glenn Back Program. So what are you doing right now to make sure that you and your family are prepared in case of disaster? If the answer is, you know, not much or nothing, drop whatever you're doing and visit the webpage preparewithglenn.com. Nobody knows when food shortages are going to hit, although the president did just say they're coming, so... It's kind of an indication. Uh, you need to invest in long-term emergency food storage while you still can. If you're not prepared when the grocery stores run out of food, well, what, what happens? You're, you're, out, you're out. You're up a creek. Let's put it that way. You need to be honest. Uh, and you need to be honest with yourself whether you're prepared or not. So if you can take some steps to prepare in these times, go to preparewithglenn.com. You can save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. You can get one for each person in your family. It is packed with delicious meals, lots of variety. You'll be glad you have it when the time comes. Go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Orders ship quickly, and everything arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Again, that is preparewithglenn.com. You gotta have food storage. You know it's coming. You know what the the perspective is, and just even if it's just for natural disasters or whatever else might come, preparewithglenn.com. It's preparewithglenn.com. Get The Great Reset. It's Glenn Beck's new book. It's the number one book in America. It's at glensnewbook.com. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn Beck. He will be back at some point. He's uh, having some issues with his uh, voice. Everybody's sick around uh, Texas right now. The allergies are absolutely ridiculous right now. Uh, which of course, mm. people love sneezing. It's a new thing in our society. <laughs> yeah, sneezing they was do like it. It was yeah. never a welcome activity from mm-hmm. others, uh, but it's especially <laughs> welcome
1: now. Though people people hate look at you it. like you have just killed everyone around you it's when so you sneeze. True. Now it's so true. I mean, did uh, you just murder me? Right. Yeah. Coughing,
0: sneezing, everything <laughs> like that is just uh-huh. uh, you know kind of frowned upon. Kind of frowned upon. Uh, Pat Gray joins us. Uh, Pat Gray unleashed just finishing up the brand new. Pat Gray Unleashed Overtime, available if you're a subscriber at blazetv.com slash Glenn every single day after the show. So make sure to check that out as well. Uh, Pat, I've been talking about the absolute and utter catastrophe that is CNN+. I think, and Mm -hmm. we were trying to come up with a comparison, what is the greatest consumer catastrophe of all time? You know, media catastrophe, Quibi was an example we talked about. But that lasted seven times as long as cnn yeah many months and actually had some good shows there were some good like the the (laughs) reno nine one one reboot they did on that was really funny (laughs) i gotta say it was actually really good they had some good shows on quibi it just was way too much money on a project that didn't make much sense when everyone was locked down to their homes yeah you know you couldn't watch when quibi launched you were not able to watch it on television it was so specific for people who were out and about at the mm. grocery store, you know, watching their phones. Did
1: they fix that during they the They eventually
0: run? did try to do it, okay. but, you know, after it was already a failure. So did you have really. Quibi? I did actually. You did have to Quibi. It. Yes. Sounds like you had it. Yeah, it was and good. you did. I mean, it, yeah. well, it wasn't good. But there were a couple <laughs> shows that were good. Okay. And, and a couple funny shows, a couple good ideas. Mm-hmm. It would have been an interesting thing to see played out to the end, to see what they could have done with it.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, but again. Or there's that. There's uh, Pets.com back in 2000 yep. that was a spectacular failure, but that lasted. I think it was 262 days, much longer, much longer than uh, CNN Plus. Uh, and I can't. I mean, we talked about New Coke. Oh, new Coke! But again, new Coke lasted I, new seventeen Coke years. New was kind of a success in comparison. Oh, totally
0: a success in comparison. I mean, really, mm. the only thing that they, the only mistake they made with New Coke was taking Coke Classic, which was actually just Coke back then, mm-hmm. but co- taking Coke Classic off the market, and people got annoyed that they took away the thing they liked. People didn't get annoyed. For example, Diet Coke was out, and mm. it was been out forever, and they introduced Coke Zero. People weren't like, "Damn you." <laughs> uh, we, why did you introduce the new option for me? Like people, <laughs> yeah, people right.
1: don't mind that. Like they just don't mm-hmm. like you taking away the old thing. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to take it away. This is, U- unless it was really a marketing ploy, right. which I kind of suspect all along yeah. it, that that's what it was. There is that theory out there that yeah. this was actually, well because thing. it works so well. I mean, the, the sales of classic Coke actually increased a lot <laughs> when they brought it back so you think that
0: might happen with cnn plus like people will be like so upset cnn <laughs> plus went away that I'm they not might getting that vibe they really. might go back to regular no, cnn i'm not getting no. that vibe. <laughs> i don't think no. so either so i'm fascinated by this now there is some new analysis about this that uh, maybe you have not heard mm-hmm. from brian stelter who works at cnn and mm-hmm. was one of the centerpieces of cnn plus right just to make to be clear one of the centerpiece of CNN Plus was Brian Stelter. Now, look, Brian, I don't think sucks. you're going to make him a centerpiece no, of No, because he sucks. It's just not a thing you're going to do. he's terrible. Now, Chris Wallace
1: was another person they brought over, which again... Which I'm not very excited yeah. about that either. No, I mean, Chris Wallace... I didn't wh- watch him at Fox. No. Why would I watch him at CNN Plus? But, like, the people <laughs> at CNN...
0: Probably did like Chris Wallace because he was the one guy over at Fox in their perception who would occasionally say critical things about Mm -hmm. Republicans. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could understand him being a part. But again, as the centerpiece and he was I mean,
1: it seemed like their strategy with Chris Wallace was like, let's have him interview William Shatner. Like, all right, I, okay, I, <laughs> yeah, and didn't he make a statement, kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't want to do politics anymore, yeah, right? Which is like, well, wait, that's what you're you're known know for. for. So it was again
0: a catastrophe from the start. But, but Brian Stelter had some perspective on this, and I, I hadn't really thought of it this way. You have to admit, Pat. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I thought this is a complete failure, and uh, everything we know about it is a failure. It's one of the greatest. Fa- it's just a question: is is it number one or number two on the list? Are we forgetting something mm-hmm. from like the seventeen hundreds or something <laughs> that could compare to this? I don't know what it could be. But Brian Stelter wants you to make sure you're taking your time in 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 how you think about CNN Plus and whether it was a positive or a negative.
2: Have you seen anything like this happen before in the media business?
1: No. I mean, no.
0: And first of all, I think I'm making history right now. I've never been on a program talking about the demise of that program.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably have more viewers now
2: than ever before because there's so much curiosity. And there
1: is. Let me try out a theory on
2: Let me try out a theory on you, which far. is it's too yeah. early to know if this product, if this service was a success. <laughs> or a failure right? yeah you, know, you got all <laughs> the haters Wait. today saying this thing was a failure i don't <laughs> yeah, know if you can even ever assess that because it just simply didn't have enough time because of the management change in direction and at the end mm. of the day if you buy something if you buy a giant media company you get mm-hmm. to do whatever you want with it but it does mean there's a lot of suffering uh bec- for employees mm. and frankly disappointment among subscribers
1: as a result just too early to tell that's Who all could know well, you can't know you know I don't know. I mean, it lasted less than 30 days or about 30 days. Uh, who can know if that's a success or a failure?
0: Yeah, and I, I said, maybe mm-hmm. unfairly, that it didn't even last a month. Technically, it did last one month and one, one month. day. Yeah. Uh, or it will. It's not even completely done yet. It, they canceled it long before a month. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't even close to a month when they canceled it. But they did, they're playing out the string until, I think, April 30th. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it isn't. It, I guess it technically lasted a month and a day. But I don't know. I feel like I, when, you, when your service has already, after three weeks, been disintegrated, it's possible that is a failure. Uh, <laughs> you don't need more time to assess it. Like It's not in like tw- in the year 2387, people are going to be looking back and be like, you know, that's CNN Plus. You got a second Man. look at what
1: happened there. That I was think that huge. was a success. Huge. They had 10,000 people. Watch it. 10,000. And I,
0: I will say this. I don't believe that number. I don't even I don't believe 150,000 people no way. subscribe to it. I don't believe, I don't that believe for a they second. even had 150,000 total, mm-hmm. let alone paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wall Street Journal has already come out and said they have insider information uh, that it was less than 100,000. And I agree oh, I with that. I believe that. I believe it was less. I yeah. believe it, the, I, I think it's less than 50,000. Here's my my theory. They said 150,000 people subscribe to this thing. I think it's closer to 150 <laughs> like, I mean, 150, not 150,000, 150, yeah. not 1,500, not 1, uh-huh. fi- 150. Now, it might be and higher than
1: employees that. employees of CNN. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was Brian Stelter yeah. and Chris Wallace mm-hmm. and their families.
0: Yes. I don't believe that number for a freaking second. Now, that number would still be a catastrophe if you spent $300 million on the product and had a, a billion dollars to spend over four years. You'd still mm-hmm. be disappointed in $150,000 or 150,000 subscribers. But like... I don't buy that for a second. And 10,000 subscribers, or 10,000 people watching video, maybe over the course of an entire day. Maybe. maybe. And I think that's what they
1: were talking about, wasn't it? 10,000 people a, a day a couple different ways. streamed it, is what I read. That's so that's bad. bad. And really like, bad. Again, they
0: don't have people watching their main product. You know, if you yeah. have a main product with a massive amount of viewers... And you want to you want to have like, you know, Fox, Fox and Fox Nation, for example. I don't know. I don't know how, how well Fox Nation does, but it's been in business for multiple years. I mean, we could say mm-hmm. that. Yep. Uh, but, you know, they have Fox Fox News Channel, which is a big channel with lots of viewers. And they kind of have this big idea. And then they advertise Fox Nation all the time. And they say, hey, come listen to additional commentary from, you know, whatever, Tucker Carlson or whoever. And, you know, I'm sure people and people do. I'm sure they do at some level. Mm hmm. Certainly, much more than CNN Plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. And probably CNN regular. And this thing has just—I mm-hmm. look. There are people, you know. So, look, there's people who do, you know, they—they they are electricians who work on the show, and then people who run—I don't know—cameras on the show, and like, you know, these. There are people who are going to get hurt by this, and it sucks for them. You know, I mean, it—they they mm-hmm. lured people out of really good jobs to come to CNN plus with the promise they were going to run this thing. And that's
1: completely irresponsible by the yeah. people who did it. What do you do if you're Chris Wallace and you left a really good job to go over there and be their featured person at yeah. CNN plus, And now it's gone. Now Wallace, they'll probably stick somewhere they, on CNN, right? They will. I, I, yeah, the, the rumor least... is they're going to put him at nine with uh, Brian Williams. I've heard that. And that's a, that's kind of an, a, an amazing, it, it, that is admission in some ways. <laughs> it is. Uh, but then but, he can't do his own thing. He's not even strong enough. They don't even trust him to do, to do a newscast for an hour on the primetime CNN, which has 85 viewers as opposed to 10. Which is just, it's an amazing thing.
0: But I mean, okay, worst case for Chris Wallace, he probably goes and it's just like a contributor and comments on the news yeah. of the day or whatever. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people left stable jobs. And remember, CNN knew this merger was coming. And they knew Discovery didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Discovery was saying it publicly on, in the media that they didn't want this thing. And they questioned whether it had utility. It didn't. And so these people you know, should have probably seen that coming. But if they didn't, they left good jobs to come over mm-hmm. to this you know, disastrous CNN Plus, And they're going to be out on the street, which is a completely irresponsible thing for CNN it to do. Is
1: a disaster, though? I think it's too soon to tell. You think? Yeah, I do. I, I, probably, I, do. I probably jumped I the think, gun on that one. Mm-hmm. Like I, I loved the Twitter responses to Brian Stelter over the weekend, where they where they had uh, a flaming Hindenburg and said it's it's really too soon to tell if dirigibles are a good form of transportation. <laughs> uh, should hydrogen be
0: what makes it float who knows? Uh, who knows who knows I mean is
1: it a little bit combustible yes yeah. but it's too soon, too to, soon tell. to tell really whether it's too dangerous we don't know yet
0: <laughs> it's on the ground That's in so flames it's uh, <laughs> oh it's already
1: it, there everybody aboard was killed yeah <laughs> I I think it's I just feel like it's time safe to say, to say Let's to not... make the call <laughs> uh,
0: i mean we have a phrase oh the humanity already people know the phrase and it's specifically (laughs) around this i gotta say which one is worse the hindenburg or cnn plus you have Mm -hmm. to say the hindenburg i don't think that was its first flight i think it had a bunch of successful flights before that it did if i remember the history correctly yeah yeah i mean it had a run there was plenty of hydrogen ships (laughs) that that got up there and, and were fine I mean, they they adjusted the plan later, and blimps mm-hmm. to this
1: day still exist. Very true. You know, we see them over every football game in the NFL. Yeah, so you know, they,
0: they 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 switch the formula up a little bit. <laughs> but I, do you think CNN is going to switch up their formula when they learn that no one cares about what they're doing? No, no. They're going to continue to. I don't know. Maybe Although Discovery. It is will. Rumored. Maybe Discovery, Discovery will.
1: is done with Brian Stelter at least, and <laughs> maybe the rest of the lineup too. The rumor is that the the opinion people are going to go by the end of spring they say the uh, the opinion people are gone. That would be really a welcome change, wouldn't it uh, you know look,
0: oh I, man it's just it really would be I thought of this when <laughs> the ukraine russia thing broke out. It would be really nice to have a network where we could go to trust some of the information. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, there are a lot of places I like and look and trust. But like, you know, we don't the blaze doesn't have reporters on the ground in Ukraine. Like, that's not the type of organization Mm -hmm. we are. Uh, You know, it it would be nice if somebody if there was someone out there who did that and did it responsibly. Yeah. Maybe CNN can recapture that somehow or capture it for the first time.
1: (laughs) Well, there was a time when they were that. Yeah. You know, in the '80s, it was always left. Early '90s, you know, they they were always left leaning. But like when when the first Iraq War broke out,
0: like they had uh, pretty good coverage. All you had to do was everyone was watching CNN. It's, yeah, that's the, it was your only option. Yeah, people were glued to it. Even though you knew, yeah, yeah sometimes they would go, uh, they would take a left wing position on things, and it was still mainstream media. I mean, you still had that. But at least but nothing you, like today. Yeah, at least you believe that the video they were showing was real. Yeah. At this point, I don't even know if you could do that on CNN. No, I'm going to say no. Okay. You can't do that. Yeah. But it's again, it's too early to judge. Too early. Yeah. Way too that's early. The, that's the summary of this hour. It's too early to judge <laughs> CNN plus could be successful. It may in in time be viewed mm. as a massive success. That's possible. It's very, you know, very possible. If
1: 150 uh, subscribers. Uh, can be viewed as a success. Yeah. What is that? Like it's like fifteen hundred dollars a month that they no, was like five bucks a month. Oh, it was only. F- oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they cut it to three. They cut it to three. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, forty five hundred dollars a month, which is you know
0: not bad, not bad, not bad. Not bad. I mean, you could pay. Oh, uh, you could pay. You could get a one bedroom in New York for that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so great. A lot of revenue. All right, more coming up uh you know it's pretty uh, expensive to get your car repaired today especially if it's out of warranty uh well imagine what it would be like in 10 years you have to give them one of your arms uh, and uh that's that's not what you want to do you could use car shield and be paying the same price that you set up now so why not (laughs) you know you pay car shield and have them uh then take care of this for you plans through car shield include coast-to-coast roadside assistance rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra cost car shield has helped literally millions of drivers that's why they're america's number one car protection company so do yourself a favor and get your coverage today when you do you're going to lock in your price and it won't go up ever you lock it in now it won't go up ever you're protected from the rising costs of parts and repairs for your vehicle go to carshield.com slash beck or call 800-391-8888 To save 10% on your plan, lock in your pricing forever. It's carshield.com slash Beck or 800-391-8888 to save 10%. A deductible may apply.
2: Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
1: It's Pat Stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's got a problem with his voice right now. So hopefully he'll be back tomorrow or very soon. 888 727 B E C K. You know, they got uh, up to 30 inches of snow in parts of North Dakota yesterday or over the weekend. Really? 30 inches in April? Is that global warming? You know, it gets so hot, it flips all the way back around to cold yeah. and starts you know those to snow. the circular
0: thermometers. Yeah they go all the way around and it just keeps going. And then all of a sudden you're back at zero.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: negative temperatures. Right. And it really, you know, that's, you need to get rid of those. That's the thing I would do immediately. If I was made King is get rid of well, circular. Stop thermometers. some real
1: problems yeah. like snow in April. <laughs> uh, Cause we can't have that. Pat, that's just part of the weather weirding process oh that's right that's, that's just right. whether no whether it's snow or whether it's super super bad heat dry or wet it's, it's still still global warming, global warming. Weather climate weirding. change the weather scientific
0: weirding. wording of weather weirding yeah. is always been my favorite like because they're like well we kiss it's not warming just weirding of the weather we you're telling you're a scientist telling <laughs> me about weirding of the weather <laughs> Talk about Sweat Block here. Sweat Block is as you've, uh, Glenn has been talking about quite a bit lately. Um, the, the best antiperspirant he's ever used, he says, mm. which is pretty amazing. I haven't actually used this stuff yet, but he's he uh, he raves about it. And they have these wipes, Pat. They're mm-hmm. called I guess they're Sweat Block wipes, and they you use them once a week. Like we really have to get these for Jeffy. Seriously, Jeffy is the sweatiest person. I, oh, we make yeah. fun of him a lot.
1: Okay. it could be 60 degrees and he's sweating like a
0: pig Yeah, and mm-hmm. we make fun of Jeffy a lot at times exaggerate some of the things about him uh, like his criminal record for example he's mm-hmm. up for multiple felonies but not There's some of them are misdemeanors you know mm-hmm. anyway uh, he, but he is like he has a legit issue with it he hates it and we'll go do the show and the lights are on and he starts sweating he hates it this stuff supposedly you wipe once every seven days my gosh and gets rid of it that's awesome. Ah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, Glenn swears by this stuff. Uh, you can try the deodorant stick uh, it is as well. You can get it all today for 20% off at sweatblock.com. We've got to get this for Jeffy. Now, the promo code is back, by the way. You can get it on Amazon as well. Sweatblock.com. The code is back for 20% off.
1: For Glenn, who's uh, lost his voice for at least today. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Meantime, in about 60 seconds, we got to tell you about this California law. Um, Savannah Hernandez has gone out on the street and asked some people about this law, which uh, covers perinatal abortion. You might recognize perinatal as after the birth. Hmm. That's uh, interesting. Now, when you look up perinatal that means like 28 days after birth. Uh, a lot of the left are saying, "No, no, no! We're, it's only seven days after the birth." Okay, so you can allow the baby to die just seven days after birth? Huh? Wow, that's that's generous. Uh, we'll get to that and more in 60 seconds. Whether you're buying or selling a home, you need to have
0: the best real estate agent you can have. And that's why realestateagentsitrust.com exists. Our friend, the voiceless Glenn Beck started this company many years ago. Pat, I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday who listed their house and listed at a price they were like excited to get, had 15 Mm -hmm. showings by the end of the first day, 15 showings. Wow. They had two offers uh, over their asking asking price. price on the first day. That's the market. Uh, it's crazy, especially wow. at least here in that's Texas. Nice. I don't know if that's still that's holding nice. up across the country, but in Texas, it's like this right now. But this is why it's so important. It, it, it increases the importance of every real estate transaction. If you are buying, you need to make sure you don't overreach for some house that's not worth it. Right now, it can get tempting to get into these these wars. You need a, a good real estate agent that can talk you through that process. And if you're selling, you, know, you might not need to make that extra repair right now in this market. And your real estate agent should know what you need to do. What's the right offer to take? Sometimes it's just the way that they're structured. It's not just the number. It's how they're structured that's really important. You need to know realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the best real estate agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: That's patents too. Stu uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, We're talking about this uh, California abortion law, which allows abortion anytime during the pregnancy. As most abortion laws do now, uh, at least in blue states, uh, uh, red states are starting to fight back against that. Um, but in the blue states, uh, the, you can't you can't be a Democrat anymore and say yeah, abortion should be safe, rare, and uh, legal, safe and rare because they they don't care about rare anymore, and they don't they don't care when it happens anymore. It could happen. As the baby is being born, that's the partial birth part. Rare has gone the way of CNN Plus. It is, <laughs> yes, it, it, has. it is no longer it's a gone. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're kind of proud of it. They're saying, "Well, if it's should be, if it's safe and legal, why should we worry about rare?" Yeah, and, they want it more don't. common.
0: Yeah, safe, legal, and common is their new. And I don't even Ugh. know safe. They don't seem to care about much of that either. Honestly, Certainly no, they're not don't. for the baby. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't care about the safety of the baby they, at all. The only
1: thing they care about is legal. Just let it happen anytime, yeah. anywhere. You know, we should, we should have abortion clinics inside 7 Elevens um, because it should be that convenient. It, it should really be just whenever they please. But in California, they're passing this law of, about uh, um, perinatal abortions, which allow the baby to die seven days after birth very strange so savannah hernandez went out on the street asking people about this new law and what their thoughts were
0: so basically like if they have their baby they can neglect them for seven days and if the baby dies then they can't be held criminally
1: liable what do you think yeah i think whatever like helps women and yeah. like, helps them achieve their like dreams and whatever yes! that needs to like happen is like, definitely like acts to help that is like, helping all of us so. amen so
2: i prefer that most women make the decisions at eight weeks <laughs> okay but if, uh-huh. but i'm like. also in support of 10 months out of the womb
0: so you think babies should be aborted 10 months after they're born
2: if if the mother wants to, yes yeah,
1: I think f- mm-hmm. them kids So if oh, like wow. yeah. You want to get a late term abortion Like that's up to you You know, I've had You're an abortion too And it's it's it was my choice And I'm happy I had that choice I've had an abortion myself Would you guys get an abortion again? Yes 100, oh, yeah. 100, yeah. 100 times me? I Loved do it, it multiple times Me that's too, too. Awesome. Until
2: I feel that I'm ready to parent um, That's a choice I'll continue to make
0: Huh, wow, that's great I had 22 abortions last week, Pat Did you really? Yeah 22. in one week yeah huh. now, now i'm really happy about 21 of them you should there maybe
1: was... be a little more careful is that pardon, too much is that, that too much me? of me to ask uh, pardon me <laughs> is that is that too much to ask it wow. is wow i yeah i'm sorry wow i can't believe you even said that uh, publicly yeah. don't be careful i've just changed my mind thank you don't be careful <laughs> get pregnant as many times as you want yeah
0: not careful care less right Be care less about yes, your, that's, that's what, what I we meant. need to encourage in this society mm-hmm. more carelessness mm-hmm. that's the <laughs> that's the uh mm. i love that because that when they say the don't say gay bill and you know there are they, people oppose this bill and in the bill specifically it says age appropriate conversations mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to oppose the bill You are outwardly asking for age inappropriate conversations. The the conversations Mm -hmm. must be inappropriate for the age (laughs) for your view of that bill uh, if you're on the left. The same thing here. Like if you if you say to someone, what if you're more careful, maybe? don't do the yeah, activity yeah, is or a, protect yourself before you do the right. activity
1: take You're, some precaution i don't know there's pills for that there's pills there's, there's condoms there's condoms, all sorts of things yes, you prophylactics, know prophylactics all sorts of things there's
0: all you sorts can, of ways to mm-hmm. make sure this this does not occur if you would not like it to occur mm-hmm.
1: uh that that no that don't involve tearing the baby apart in the womb yeah I, I, it just seems like a basic step, and it does. you
0: know I understand uh, sometimes the world can be a complicated place. Uh, uh, however, encouraging the opposite of being careful, which would be to encourage someone to be careless, is an odd choice for what we are, are supposed to believe is the responsible side of an argument.
1: Yeah. Well, could this have been precipitated by a guy who once said, I, "I'm going to teach my children. I got a t- two daughters." Nine years old and six years old. I'm going to teach them principles, but if they make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. I don't want them punished with an STD at 16. Well, didn't you kind of set things up there for people to feel that way about being punished with a baby? Now they they consider it a punishment that they just don't want to deal with. And so they just eliminate it from their life. It's incredible. It really is incredible. And this
0: law goes even much, much farther. Than much. Than this. You know, talking yeah. about, you know, and Savannah, who, you know, was, was, was here with us at the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. Very nice and thoughtful person who's trying to actually get answers on these questions. And just asking questions. You know, I, you know if you've never seen Savannah, she's young. Uh, she is. She's not an old white man. Right, uh, and that is, of course, old mm-hmm. white men have no no knowledge, and we should obviously get rid of all of them from society. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not one of them, so and we should never comment. No,
1: on of course not. Abortion, no or pregnancy at all.
0: Obviously not a- at all. She uh, comes, you know, it's a different package. They, mm-hmm. they, the people talking to her don't think she might be on the conservative side of the aisle. They don't really consider that, so they right. they they're not they, their guard isn't up. They're just answering the questions as they feel. Yeah, I had an abortion. It was great. I freaking <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I would recommend everybody have about 10 to 12 abortions (laughs) per month. If you can do it, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. That's the attitude from some of these people. And, you know, is there no limit? What is the limiting principle, Pat, to the argument of women's choice? What is the limiting principle of that argument?
1: To me, there isn't one. There isn't one now. That's a problem. I mean, like, like the guy said, uh, he prefers that you only get abort- an abortion within the first eight weeks, mm-hmm. but he also supports ten months after birth. Right, 10 if, if, if the if. mother wants that. Right, he is not advocating that the dad should have an uh, no, p- p- opinion. No, but if in the this. mother wants to kill the child, she may. Yeah, after ten months. Now I don't know why the why ten barrier, months barrier. Why not a year? Two years why not why well, not now why not unreal. with why not
0: his parent right now <laughs> right this is the problem with this argument if
1: his if his others. mother
0: wants. Right. If his mother to wanted, abort him like, now, if his mother decided, you know, you know, who sucks is my stupid kid <laughs> who well, I just saw on television. Twenty eight years old, and he's the dumbest person alive. <laughs> if you this is radio, but if you saw his haircut, you could understand an abortion request from mommy at this point, even at twenty eight years old. He <laughs> he's got the, the dumbest haircut uh, I've ever seen in my yeah. life, and that guy, that guy, maybe you know, there's an argument to be made if mommy mm-hmm. has a choice yeah that maybe he should be aborted at 28 <laughs> years old and honestly <laughs> when you when you adopt the left wing view of this particular issue why why wouldn't not you why, why not? not it's mm-hmm. the mommy's choice the kid doesn't get rights till when whenever you're saying it is it's arbitrary yeah right at least we had a line of the birth canal before <laughs> where we could say okay You know, Kermit Gosnell, we're going to put him in prison because he kept killing people after they were born, right? That used Mm -hmm. to be, there was a time way back in like 2016 where we agreed with this. (laughs) At least we could acknowledge, okay, there's Peter Singer out there. He's an ethicist at Princeton. There was a few people out there who would argue for abortion after birth, Mm -hmm. but it was pretty rare. Now it's not. It's not. It's becoming more and more common because of course- when you say the fundamental foundational truth of this argument when it comes to abortion is mother's choice, w- there's no limit to that as long as mommy's alive mm-hmm. how do you how do you draw this line how do you draw the line of m- it's mommy's choice
1: so mommy gets to abort the fetus it's mommy's choice and we have no respect for life anymore just none and we people these Obviously, these kids are so desensitized to human life that they don't care anymore. And they They don't care.
0: You could put this, you could see, too, they've put no thought into it. Even the people who have had abortions have put no 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 thought thought. into this. And it's because they know the standard comeback to any given argument about abortion is, well, if the mom wants it. And that gets you off Mm -hmm. the hook for no matter what you say. You'd be like, well, you know, uh, wait a minute. But uh, that that woman was a dictator. She committed genocide. Uh, Well, yeah, but she was the mother of the country. The mom wanted it. Mother's choice. (laughs) (laughs) They'll justify anything through that lens. Because, of course, when it's arbitrary choice by a person, you can justify anything. Right, you could justify anything through that lens. You know what was the mm-hmm. case back in Houston? You'll remember this, Pat, where the mom drowned five other kids in the bathtub. Yeah, Andrea Yates. Oh my God, it was one of the worst stories I've ever heard. Horrific. And, and but like, why would a leftist oppose it? Why would the people in that video oppose that her treatment in that story? It was mother's, Today, it was I don't mommy's know choice. That they would.
1: I don't know they would. You just say, you know, well, look, you know, she made a choice there. You know, she was the, the oldest was seven, if I remember right. So I, I don't know if they would oppose that.
0: Do you think we could get an on, on like an on record statement from like an AOC that to oppose that case right now? Do you think she would mm. do you think do you think she would say something to the effect of, look, it might not be my choice?
1: <laughs> right, but I'm not going to affect her choice. I'm not going to affect her choice. She's yeah. the mom. Yeah, she gets to Who make. Who am that I choice. to tell her mm-hmm. uh, what choice to make? There, well, I don't know. I, she was stark I, raving mad. If uh, you might want right. to affect yeah. that choice. If we are not at that point, we are close to it. Yeah, yeah, we are. But we are close to it. They are. They're passing. I mean, just when you think it can't get any worse, it does. It gets worse. Uh, I, I, I never would have thought we'd get to a point where people would be saying ten months after a birth of a of a human being, that you can end their life, if the mother wants it. Would you have ever thought that that was possible? I, never, just a few years ago. I mean, other than, like you said, Peter Singer, who has been saying this nonsense for a while, but nobody took him seriously at first. Apparently they are now. Yeah, it's, it's similar to the CRT thing. You know, CRT bubbled
0: up in people like you know, pe- the, the equivalent of Peter Singer, uh, at, you know, at institutions for a long time. It sat there for a long time, growing mm-hmm. and manifesting itself as they taught generation after generation this nonsensical ideology. And now, here we are, right? Like now mm-hmm. we're at the point where something uh, pretty drastic has changed. Where now that. Philosophy that was just in colleges is now being taught to your elementary school kids because their teachers went to college and learned it back twenty, thirty, forty years ago, mm-hmm. and we're seeing this beginnings of that I think now with with this extreme abortion and uh, abortion argument, and the only positive thing out of it is that it does highlight the craziness of the left in a way that maybe you couldn't, you know, people. When when the argument was, okay, well, pre viability, maybe it's okay, but we frown upon it. And we want to make it as rare as possible. That argument, I think, makes sense to some people. It doesn't make sense to me, I will say, but it makes sense to some people. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think the argument of we can kill babies after they're born makes a sense to a lot of people. Only the extreme left. And I hope that's true, because if it's not, yeah, we are, too. we're lost, Pat. Yeah. We're lost. It's over. No the, question. The, the civilization is, is over if people can't recognize that.
1: Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Or coming on up one minute. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: If you're buying or refinancing a home uh, because you're looking at the potential rise in rates, you should consider that inflation is going up still. These rates are going up still. We're it was only two point six percent inflation just a year ago. Now it's eight point five. We haven't seen that since the 80s. Depending on how you calculate it, it might be longer than that. And now, if you have borrowed money for a home and you're looking to refinance, man, this is a great time to do it. Lock these rates. Please don't let these rates go by. without We don't miss them. I, I just refinanced my home pretty recently. And I remember thinking to myself, I cannot let this, this opportunity go by. We said it for year after year. These are historically low rates. They're, they could go away anytime. Looks like that's the direction we're going. They've basically already announced it. You don't want to miss these rates. Refinance your home while you still can. Look into the facts. American Financing is a group that I've worked with several times. They're fantastic to deal with. They are the mortgage consultants that are salary-based. They work for you, not the bank. They'll give you a free mortgage review to determine what the best options available to you are. American Financing, it's 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or you can go see them at AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, Station ID. It's
1: Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Former model Kathy Ireland is among the celebrities going after this uh, horrific bill in California, trying to make people aware of it. In fact, she tweeted out... I don't think I've ever seen Kathy Ireland say anything about politics. Um, But she tweeted out a new, iniquitous California bill. AB 2223 will legalize infanticide. Killing babies up to 28 days old. Uh, People of all faiths, no faith. Every political party, race, gender, and sexual orientation are vehemently rejecting this. Please... Click the link and take action. Um, So the left is completely denying that this legalizes infanticide, of course, because that's I mean, that's horrific. And some of them are saying, no, and it's only if the baby is born and you've got seven days to uh, leave it to die, not 28. So that's much more sensible, isn't it, though? Yeah, isn't it? This is what they do. This is Overton-Window City, though. This yes. is what
0: they do. Okay, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah 28 days, come on.
1: And they say it won't. It, this kind of thing won't happen. But when you open it up like this and and you make an allowance for perinatal abortion, what does that mean? Well, there's no such thing as perinatal abortion. It's not a thing. Right. Abortion it's is murder, yeah, it's just murder of an infant, which is where the infanticide uh, situation comes in. And then now... The left claims that's extreme and uh, it's nonsense. And when you go and visit PolitiFact or whatever, they'll say it's false. But the bill is worded such that it does seem to legalize that. Uh, And I I don't know why you would have that in the bill if it's not going to allow that to occur. Um, So it's interesting that even some celebrities are starting to speak out about it. Maybe maybe there's some hope for humanity, because if if people are at the point where we just look the other way on infanticide, we just look the other way when you can kill babies who have not been aborted, but the mother doesn't want the baby after seven days after birth. um, Then we're done as a civilization. I think we're just over.
0: Again, what's the point of having a civilization other than to protect the people who need it the most I and mean, people who can't even feed themselves. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's what the, the what, most vulnerable among us. Yeah, it's why you do this. Why it's why you build a society in the first place. It's the, the most basic function of a society at some level. And, you know, now we're at a point where they're admitting they don't want this to occur. And, and you're right. Like they, this is the same thing northam had as a, his his uh as his excuse when he was on a radio show and said yeah i mean you know if the mom, mom chooses you know after birth i mean only if the mom chooses obviously we're not gonna force it um <laughs> right. like who was suggesting that we force it we were suggesting keeping the kid alive is what we were suggesting <laughs>
1: right it's between keeping the kid alive and allowing it to be murdered right and he was like well look okay, yeah. if the mother chooses we
0: have to you know we're just going to go with that choice and it's like afterward they're like well it'll be rare and we don't really mean that it's going to happen all the time and you're blowing it out of proportion and yes that's how it technically reads but that's not really going to be the way it's utilized and they always have some excuse when they realize they've said too much yeah. that's when the arguments come out but left to their own devices they just say this stuff now and mean it and do it
2: the Glenn Back program
0: when you donate to a charity, you're probably you're probably a data type of person. You want to make sure that it's a worthy cause, that it does what it says it's going to do, uh, that it is uh, the good way to spend your hard-earned money. Well, you got to do your homework on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Charity Navigator rates them 4 out of 4. Since 9/11, uh, the Tunnel to, to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. This is a great organization. You've probably heard of them. They're, they're fantastic. They, uh, if a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children are left behind. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now through Operation Homebase, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. It's just a great organization. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org.
1: It's T2T.org. Don't forget, use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. It's bat and stew for Glenn. Uh, On Friday, Joe Biden said something interesting about the future of the U.S. military. I'm not convinced this is something we should focus on, but here's what he had to say
2: in the united states military every vehicle is going to be climate friendly oh. every vehicle example, no i mean it
1: yeah We're yeah billions, of dollars, to do it. billions and, of dollars to do it but every vehicle is going to be climate friendly i don't care about that what i care about is that the u.s military and i bet they do too uh has the best equipment available Mm-hmm. to yeah, them better any, than anybody else's equipment
0: at any co- any cost to the climate <clears throat> yeah whatever <laughs> that's not something whatever con- even considering when thinking about the military now no, hopefully we don't have so to use them asinine uh, but yeah that's not a that's not a by the way uh, watching the video was he aware he was facing away from the podium <laughs> uh, and the microphone? <laughs> probably not probably not as it just seemed like he was just <laughs> now yeah. i know there was people standing back there but yeah but. i was i'm hoping that he heard a question from back there, and he turned around because no, if not, no. we're even deeper down this uh,
1: this this yeah. problem area. When Watch it comes him this- again and and pay attention to that because I'm pretty sure nobody says anything to him. <laughs> but in uh, the United States military, yeah,
2: every vehicle <laughs> is going to be <laughs> climbing. the way. Why are you telling
1: them? No, I mean it. No, he means it. He's He'll not spend joking. dollars to do it. He spent billions of dollars to do it. Okay. L-
0: literally not a concern not a concern it, the one thing that when you think about the, the constitutional limitations of government mm-hmm. the one thing that they actually should be doing is a military they should have a military to protect the country okay and yeah. in addition to, uh, to to that minor detail mm-hmm. uh the when you want the government to do something you have to ask yourself a fundamental question do i care about inefficiency and I mean that sincerely. Like, there are things we want the government to do. Mm-hmm. But if you can clear that basic hurdle in that you don't care about inefficiency, the government might have a role. Like, for example, uh, it would be inefficient to store, let's say, tens of thousands of ventilators, right? For no use, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. However, when a pandemic occurs, It would be great to have them. So you might be okay with the inefficiency. Uh No one can make money. No business can be like, you know what? I'm going to make some money. I'm going to store some ventilators for about 15 years until a pandemic (laughs) might happen, right? There's no way to it's, there's no way to make that into a business model. So Mm -hmm. maybe the government steps in and has some of these around. Now, of course they tried to do that and failed. (laughs) So even, even when you are okay with inefficiency, they'll probably screw it up. But if you can Mm -hmm. embrace inefficiency, it might be okay for the government to be involved if there are no other constitutional concerns. The military is a great example of this. I am completely fine with the government blowing through a billion dollars trying to come up with a new weapon system. Oh, yeah. Totally mm-hmm. fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually encourage them to try. Take billions Mm -hmm. of dollars and try a bunch of different crazy stuff that you think might turn into an incredible weapon system to defend us. That is an okay use of taxpayer dollars, in my my opinion. It is okay to spend money training soldiers for wars they may never fight. Mm -hmm. Right? I am fine with that. Make Mm -hmm. them really strong. Give them the best weapons. Make them the best military on earth. And hopefully that leads to a complete waste of money because they never fight a war. Totally fine with that. This idea (laughs) is incredibly stupid. The last thing you should worry about Mm -hmm. when talking about defending your country is an
1: impossibly small percentage of global emissions. Right. Impossibly small to the point where electric tanks. Let's not worry about electric tanks. Never think about it. Never think of it. Never think of it. Especially when an electric car will only go 275 miles (laughs) on a charge. (laughs) Right. My tank. (laughs) I want that to go as far as it needs to. Yeah. And uh, without stopping overnight and charging it for 12 hours. Exactly you know you if you know what if
0: it's efficient and let's say the electric because they usually do the electric vehicle costs much more however you found that it was a better way Mm -hmm. for a tank to operate and it'll last longer all of the money on that yeah i mean yeah but
1: right now we don't have that that's not possible
0: for example one of the things we've done is come up with nuclear submarines Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because we now that is not that's not an efficient. What about a nuclear submarine? How, how, how could that possibly be? Because we don't care about efficiency. <laughs> when you're defending the country, you take efficiency and you throw it in the in the in the garbage. You don't recycle it. You throw it directly into the trash. You mm-hmm. don't think about it. Now,
1: look, we, that doesn't mean waste money on nothing. No, when you're spending six hundred dollars for a toilet seat, that's that's, dumb. that's the dumb but it inefficiency. Is, it should be at some level
0: expected. This is why you don't turn over large portions of your economy to the government, because they're going to do things like that. The mm-hmm. military is going to buy $600 toilet seats. They are. Get used to it. <laughs> and, you know, I will, of course, if I'm in the military, if I'm advising military policy, which, shockingly enough, at this point, I am not. But if mm-hmm. I were, I would advise against $600 toilet seats. Mm-hmm. However, you have to go... I came across that line item, I might say. <laughs> you might say,
1: not this like, one. Can, can we find, like, something a little cheaper than that? Right. Like, I don't know, 20 bucks? Right. Is that possible? But when they're like, you know what? We are thinking, of, we,
0: can we have like $100 million to try to bounce lasers off of stars? Yes. Yes, yes. you can have it. Yes, 100. Yeah. Yes, here you go. Here's your money. Bounce <laughs> some lasers <laughs> off of stars. See if they'll come down in Moscow. I don't know. Try it. You know what I mean? like I, uh-huh. it, you, When you're talking about the defense of the country, you don't care about these things. And, and when you talk about, this is a, it's remarkable people just don't think about it. When you're talking about cutting emissions, the decisions they ask you to make won't make a difference even if they're totally right on the science often conservatives will say wait a minute well we quibble with you on this part of the science we quibble you with you on that part of the science and that's important Mm. of course getting the science right is really important if you have a, a you know a disagreement it's important to have that debate but like it's also important to realize that if we lost like for example if our entire transportation sector not just cars, not just your car, but cars, trucks, planes, your entire transportation sector went from what it is today to zero emissions tomorrow, we would cut something like 4% of global emissions. And that percentage Mm. would be made up by China within about two or three years. So think of what a ridiculous standard that is. Turning the transportation sector off not cutting its emissions, not making it just our military use green vehicles, but turning our entire transportation sector off tomorrow would make basically no difference. That is how that's mm. how grand a scale this this issue is. Mm-hmm. It's not the type of issue you could say you, you your personal sacrifice is a giant zilch. It means nothing. It is just a signal it is just a way to play along, to tell everyone who you are, what you care about. They are trying to influence, not the climate, but your votes with this nonsense. That is all it is. It will not do anything. You buying hybrids, even, you know, uh, you know there's a lot of affinity for our, our friend, Elon Musk, who, who has done more to affect uh, this issue when it comes to the transportation sector than any individual human being. And now the left hates him. Mm-hmm. We should point out that they obviously don't believe that global warming is the single, single most dire existential threat to our country because obviously Elon Musk. I mean, the guy's tweeted a couple of things we don't like, so let's abandon him. He's not. He's not getting these aren't union jobs, Pat. So we don't care about his cutting of emissions. But he's built
1: an electric car company
0: and actually made it something that people want.
1: Which- and he's built rockets. That can eventually get us to Mars, right? Because he thinks we're going to need to live there someday. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's how, how seriously. much he believes
0: in global warming, right? But honestly, taking <clears throat> even all these cars and going to electric will make no difference. And this is not. Remember, of course, electric cars are not emission free. They are built on a mm-hmm. uh, on electricity that is that is largely coming from fossil fuels, mostly natural gas, but also some coal and, and oil and other items. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, there's a lot of emissions in the the process to put these cars together that are almost never included.
1: But in addition to that, there's the battery that once it's done with its life cycle, uh, it's incredibly toxic to the earth. And the number one supplier for the nickel for these batteries comes from Ukraine
0: and Russia. So there's a lot of issues associated with this. That being said, even if it was perfect and it really did cut all of these cars to zero, it still wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't do anything to solve this problem, even if their science is completely right. So it shows how ridiculous Mm -hmm. this conversation can be. And to take what I just described, the entire transportation sector going to zero emissions and think it should be a priority for our military to worry about electric tanks. It's got to be It is the most Joe Biden thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, just Just plain dumb. dumb. Um, it's, It's as if. He is completely senile when it comes to
1: thinking of these well, things. Well, I mean, that's a good point because he kind of is. He's he's kind of completely senile. I mean, look at him on Friday when he did another phantom handshake. This is kind of another. Kind of this great. is another one. Yeah, he offers his hand to the wall here in a second. That ah, hello, hello. What are you? What, is what are he you doing? doing? What? And now we watch. He goes the wrong way. Because you're going to see the Secret Service agent, which you never see. Follow him in there because he went the wrong way. That's why you see the Secret Service agent, because he's going the wrong way. So he turns around. Can we see that one more time? He turns around and offers his hand to the wall or something. What what are you doing? Hello? (laughs) And then he realizes and turns around. And then goes the wrong uh, way. And then goes the wrong way. And almost tripped, I think, and fell on his face. And then the Secret Service... And there's the Secret Service guy. Oh, my
0: gosh. You know, I, I, I've i been working on something, Pat, a scientific project of sorts uh-huh. Uh huh. over the past few weeks for Studos America, my show, by the way, available uh, on podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to subscribe to it or on YouTube.com slash Studos America. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, a, the uh, Joe Biden gaffe emotional triangle. And I've decided to, to come up with this to understand... The three types of feelings and emotions you have after watching a Joe Biden gaffe. There is funny, there is uh, fear, mm-hmm. and there is sadness. Yes. And, and each yes. gaffe has a different profile on this triangle. And it's plotted on this triangle to try to understand where it goes. Because sometimes I watch mm-hmm. these and I'm like, oh my gosh, what an idiot. Like that one, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah. It was just funny. Yeah. Maybe a little sad. Not necessarily scary. Mm-hmm. When he says something about like, hey, we might just nuke Moscow tomorrow, that's in the scary section and probably also mm-hmm. sad. Not quite as funny. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the, the, these three distinct feelings you feel when watching Joe Biden screw up mm-hmm. on one of his 20 to 30 times a day, you really need to under to, to categorize them. And I feel like we've had a, uh, a movement. If we were to plot these, these gaffes over time, we would see a movement towards scary. I feel like we, you know, it was funny at first, mm-hmm. and then it got kind of sad, mm-hmm. and now it really is like, especially with this war stuff. I'm getting to the point where I'm legitimately scared he is going to gap us into World War III. I am legitimately oh, he could.
1: scared of that. He absolutely, could.
0: He almost has done it multiple yeah. times, saying yes. we had troops in in Ukraine, right? Saying uh, that it, ah, it's okay, a minor incursion probably won't do much of anything. We probably won't react to that. Mm-hmm. Ah, NATO might not stick together. There's going to be a lot of disagreement if they do anything. Um, what was the other one? There was another big one in there that I'm missing. It was right around the, the troop. It was in that speech that he made in Poland uh, where he, oh, he, uh, regime change in Russia. Oh, yeah. Right. Where he basically seemed to change the US policy on the fly for regime change. He had another one where he was talking about gas prices and just blurted out another major change in US policy. This is like, it's becoming an issue where Vladimir Putin's already not the most sane person. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's already doing things that are pretty erratic, and we're giving him excuses to justify that stuff to his own people. He can play videos. Uh, wh- wh- like when, like, what's his dumb justification with the Ukraine thing? He's like, oh, well, you know, basically this is uh, the United States and the West aiding Ukraine. They want to come after us in Russia. Let me show you the evidence of this. Here's Joe Biden announcing $800 million of arms coming to kill her- your children. <laughs> right russian citizens and uh here's another video of and that one's actually not a gaffe that's just for some reason our policy to just announce all this stuff but then uh, and then here he is uh, talking about how he wants to make sure i can't be in power anymore he wants to change your leadership i'm of course the person you voted in so so overwhelmingly so many times and now he wants to change that does he have an argument to the russian people about that are they going to support that probably
1: yeah probably triple eight 700-727-B-E-C-K. 888 727
0: uh, And There aren't too many uh, pet owners uh, out there these days that don't want the absolute best for their best friend. It's a man's best friend. Your dog is part of the family. You want him to live a long and healthy life and be at his happiest. When he eats, he has a lot. he you, you, know, you want him to be happy? You want him to eat something that is healthy? If he's eating dog food, especially kibble food, he might not be getting all the nutrients that he needs. The good news is there's rough greens. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food, and it makes them eat it immediately. Chuck full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. It's in there if it's healthy for your dog. And rough greens has it. Uh, Most dogs will go crazy for it. At least every dog I've ever uh, seen with rough greens just goes nuts for it. Try it out with your dog, and you will see. The folks over at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal going for you right now. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, and they're going to give you your first bag free. First, uh, first bag is free. All you'll have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, 33, 833-Glen 33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck.
2: The Glen Beck Program.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's uh, lost his voice, but hopefully we'll regain that soon. Uh, we certainly hope so. So hopefully he'll be he'll be back very, very shortly. Uh, we've got more on Joe Biden to share with you because uh, it just never... He's, he's the gift that just keeps on giving. And uh, he gives and he gives and he gives. Like he did as he was uh, criticizing Florida Republicans during a pair of fundraisers uh, late last week for targeting Disney and what he has to say needs to be heard. Hmm. Uh, and I think you'll find it's pretty powerful. <laughs> we'll, we'll share that with you uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Plus, it looks like Elon Musk and Twitter are getting very near some sort of agreement. We'll get into that as well. This Come is up. the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program
1: today featuring pat Gray, stupor pat and Stu for glenn uh who's lost his voice hopefully we'll get that back soon and we'll be back with us uh some fascinating and powerful words uh from joe biden that we're gonna share with you coming up here in a minute Also, uh, the latest on Elon Musk and his effort to buy Twitter. Coming up, 60 seconds.
0: Goldline is the premier precious metal provider in America. And, you know, until uh, they call, a lot of people aren't even aware about the 30% of uh, Goldline clients that buy silver instead of gold. A lot of clients who have already purchased gold call back to add to their portfolios by getting silver as well. Uh, it is, you know, look. You've seen what's gone on with the economy lately. It is in a state of flux every single day. Do your own homework and understand if gold line can be right for you to make sure your portfolio is is diversified in a way that makes sense in this current environment. If anything does, geez, we're just in such insane times. The new Benjamin Franklin silver rounds that Glenn designed himself have been sold out every week. Um, that a new supply has been minted. Even so, if you call and say that Glenn sent you, you'll receive free Mind Your Business bars with every purchase that includes Silver Ben Franklin Rounds. The more you buy, the more you get free. Call Goldline today and find out how to get started. You can call 866-GOLDLINE or go to goldline.com. It's
1: Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888 beck the number to call. Uh, Braindead Joe, Braindead Biden. Uh, our president criticizing Florida Republicans during a pair of fundraisers late last week for targeting Disney after the company expressed their opposition to the the law restricting discussions about sexual orientation and gender. So important to uh, teach kindergartners about gender changing and about sexual orientation. Uh, nothing better than to tell a five-year-old about sexual preferences and uh, exactly what people prefer and 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 do in 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 their private time in bedrooms um i think i think it's a, it's critical it's critical to teach that in schools in kindergartens and third to third graders um but here's here's what uh, biden had to say because he has such a way with words i respect conservatives yeah no he doesn't There's nothing conservative, though, about deciding you're going to throw Disney out of its present posture because Mickey Mouse. Anybody understand that particular sentence? Hmm. There's nothing conservative about deciding you're going to throw Disney out of its present posture because Mickey Mouse in fact, did he just see
0: Mickey Mouse? No. Did he hallucinate mm-hmm. no. that Mickey Mouse had
1: walked in the room no, and he was I don't calling think him? So. Okay. No. In fact, you think we should not be able to say, you know, gay? End of sentence. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> pretty smart. It's pretty powerful, pretty isn't it? it? Yeah, it's pretty
0: powerful. It is not the dumbest thing I've heard about that law. Like that I can say over the past yeah, few weeks. I've heard a lot of really stupid stuff. So just saying that is basically the level
1: of MSNBC's analysis over the past several that's weeks. That's about right. But <laughs> then he had this to say. <laughs> okay, I mean, what's going on here? What the hell is going on here? And it's just, it's so, I don't think this is where the vast majority of the American people are. Uh He then went on to say, (laughs) and this is one of my pet peeves, this is not your father's Republican Party. Okay. uh, How many times have we heard how radical the Republican Party is? Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, this is a different deal, not a joke. Why why does he always have to say that? Why? We know you're not joking about that. Why, Why would you joke about that? This is... This is a different deal. Why would I even think that sentence is a joke? <laughs> Why so weird. This is a different deal, not a joke. Yeah, I okay. I wasn't thinking you were joking about a different deal. <laughs> it's so so bizarre. It's
0: this is weird. Tick he has that. It's yeah, like, it is. I, he's not even. I, I, he, he almost says it in a point where he says something that's obviously wrong. Mm-hmm. It seems like when he says that. He usually follows it up with "That's not that's a joke. not a joke," right? Like when yes. he, it's not a joke. Yes. Like when he exaggerates right. something or says something really offensive, that's when he says it's not a joke. When no one was saying,
1: no one nobody was, was saying, saying. It was nobody a joke. nobody laughed, nobody guffawed, uh, nobody smiled. They, nobody thought it was a joke. Your presidency no is a joke.
0: Yeah. Yes. But we don't think what you just said right. is a joke.
1: <laughs> right. And what was it? it was um,
0: this is a strange <laughs> construct and he's been using this a lot. This <laughs> it's not your father's Republican Party thing. Mm-hmm. Like by all measures that you would look at and say, OK, these are important to Democrats. Mm hmm. Whether it's like you know, gay rights, trans rights, you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, every one of their hot button issues, you would say that the Republican Party has come the way of the Democrats. Like, it, it's, yeah, the, the old school
1: Republicans yeah. were more restrictive on these things, well, on all these woke causes. And so, and so were Democrats. I mean, Democrats have come so far his own party has literally merged with the Communist Party. Mm -hmm. So much so that during the last presidential election... The Communist Party USA didn't even run a candidate because they were so content with Joe Biden as the Democratic candidate. They loved him, and so they didn't even run their own. They're like, "No, you guys got it. Yeah, you're you're fine. You're communist enough for us. We love it." This is, I believe, what's happening with Mike
0: Lee in Utah now, where the Democrats are just like, yeah, let's just not even run anybody." Evan McMullen's fine. That's exactly that what happened. Essentially there. What's happening there, right? Which is embarrassing. Uh, and like, you know, like, Mike Lee should come out of that race okay but it, I think he will yeah the, he's way ahead there's still this is the Democrats have basically given up the state they're like well we've already got mm-hmm. the, you know Evan McMullen running as an independent and he we think he's the best chance to take out Mike Lee so let's not run anybody uh, it's a quite quite mm. an admission on several different
1: levels I, I will say it is uh, and I will say Evan, Evan McMullen fooled me for about five minutes <laughs> And uh, I regret those five minutes a great deal. But he is not who he claimed to be at first.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. And so, But again, like even if he was a a, I mean, he basically presented as a, you know, establishment Republican. That is not what he's attempting to no, do here. No. You know, I mean, I, I don't understand. He's almost a path. Democrat now. It just seems to be that so. there's a whole there's a whole class of people for whatever reason uh, who I guess got on the you know it's it's look the, the, the last few years have been very interesting in the way it's scrambled politics and mm-hmm. I, I can understand sometimes <clears throat> some of the strange things that have occurred but there's a decent amount of people who were critical of Donald Trump who never were able to to not just look at him honestly. Again, I, I like I. I still have a lot of problems with some of the policies of Donald Trump and some of the actions of Donald Trump. I don't think he's a perfect mm-hmm. guy by any means, but I can say that I, you know, some of the things I expected him to do in 2016, he did. He performed much. He was much above my expectations. Oh yeah, my uh, from that uh, from mm-hmm. from several policy standpoints. And like, you know, if you can't sit back and say, okay, well, every belief I had in 2016 wasn't exactly... If you can't just admit to yourself that everything I thought in 2016 wasn't perfect... I don't know. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I think everybody has had changes of heart on on individual people. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mitt Romney, I think, presents that same way. Yeah. Romney in 2012, I thought, you know, I wasn't
1: like. I liked him better than I do now. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean,
0: I wasn't thrilled with Mitt Romney as the presidential nominee in 2012.
1: But like, you know, I mean, I I would have
0: been, I wanted him to beat Barack Obama. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. In a big way. Yeah, I did too. And uh, he didn't. And like he, but like he said, he does seem to be a completely different person on several measures, not every Mm -hmm. measure, but on several measures, he seems to be a completely different person than the the guy who ran in 2008 and 2012. Definitely. And I don't understand. It's not, it's okay to change, but like, it doesn't seem like these changes are driven by things at times. It just Mm -hmm. seems like, well, you know, the people who used to like me. Don't like me anymore, so this new group of people who are on m s n b c all the time, they seem to like me, so I guess I'll side with them on everything now. It does seem like there's weird calculations mm-hmm. that go on with some of these politicians i I don't know but I, I do find it amazing though that that they're not even the Democrats are like, yeah, hey, let's not even try let's not even try to beat Michael.
1: <laughs> there he is. Yeah, it's incredible. Giving up completely. it's incredible uh and again as far as as far as it being your father's republican party or uh Anybody's Democrat Party. These guys, Joe Biden, wouldn't recognize Joe Biden of nineteen ninety two. There's no way from thirty. Joe Biden thirty years ago was not the same guy he is today. Uh, Chuck Schumer thirty years ago not the same guy. Harry Reid when he was alive completely different in in the early nineties than he was around the time of of his death. All of these guys have changed and radicalized to the point where. They've changed on everything, uh, from protecting the border to uh, abortion. I mean, they were, some of them were practically pro-life back in the day. But all of them, I mean, the worst that they would do is support Roe v. Wade, which was, you know, really the first trimester. I mean, we've gone so far past, so far beyond Roe v. Wade that, you can't even see Roe v. Wade from where the Democrat party is today. No, can't even see it from here.
0: I mean, it would be an incredible move toward conservatism and pr- toward the pro-life cause if we just adopted Roe versus Wade at this point. Oh yeah. That's how bad yeah. the abortion laws are in this country. If we just went to the point where Roe versus mm-hmm. Wade initially decided, which was, you know, first trimester you can you can have abortions pretty much on, I mean, pretty much on demand, but after that states can start regulating it. And, you know, when you hear a crazy law like they just passed a 15-week abortion uh, restriction in, you know, Florida, that was, you know, a lot of that was allowed under Roe versus Wade. It depends. Yeah. Some, the third trimester, they could, you could states could do pretty much whatever they wanted. The second one, it had to do with life and health, and there were some other uh, modifications. Now, that got updated in Casey and has become more and more liberalized ever since, but... By a lot, but we're not even close to those initial days. No,
1: and we're not even close to Europe anymore. It used to be. Well, in Europe, they're much more liberal than there are laws here. Well, I think are there any countries that are as progressive with abortion as we are now? I, I don't. I don't know of them. If if there are, I mean, I think most of the European countries. Ban abortion after a certain point. Almost every European country has laws that are more restrictive
0: on abortion than, than us. Than right? us, and like the state of Utah, right? Like it's that more it, restrictive than Utah's? Most do. Most That's do. Incredible. You know the wow, which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah, you know, and, and 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 uh, those some of these laws have changed over the past couple of years. Obviously, there's a big push right now to prepare for a potential overturn of roe versus wade which mm-hmm. you know still to me never seems to be possible <laughs> like I, well wouldn't... i didn't think it was possible but i, I, I know. don't know
1: things are kind of uh, heading in that is, direction now I, this is exactly what it except feels... for california of course
0: <laughs> yeah and, and and to be clear if they overturn roe versus wade it will get a lot worse in some of these states because yeah. some of these states will, will use this as an excuse yeah. to open up to what california is doing yeah you know they're they're going to say well
1: up to birth and then even after
0: birth all these restrictions that we're Mm -hmm. seeing by these evil conservative states we're going to open up even more and look the people who want to get abortions largely speaking we've seen multiple studies on this this is happening in texas currently as we speak most people who want to get abortions get them anyway They're going to go to other states, and they're going to get them anyway. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you don't make the law correct, but it does mean that if you believe that overturning Roe versus Wade or passing abortions restrictions in red states is going to change uh, as much as you want it to change, it gets rid of this process. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to change people's minds and hearts over a long period of time, which I do
1: think, I do believe will occur. We've talked about this over the years, Pat. I I do Mm -hmm. believe that history will look back on this period. Yeah. Uh with a really discerning eye. Yeah. That what you guys allowed you guys allowed murder of allowed babies what? like this? Sixty three <laughs> million babies? Seriously? In fifty years. It's unbelievable. I think it's an, uh, they will judge I do. us harshly and it and history should judge us harshly.
0: Well, not me and not you, because I'm opposed <laughs> to it. But I think the people who will like it, I think it will it's, it's similar to slavery, right? Yeah. Not everybody had slaves. Right. It was mostly rich people, and it was not even all rich people by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a history correctly, I think, judges harshly those days, uh, very harshly. But I do believe that abortion will eventually come to a point where we look back at it like that, where we all look at it and say, wait, what the hell did we do? Yeah. You know, I, you know, obviously the left likes to use these things and say all these crazy things and, and compare every issue to slavery, and this is what they do. But every thinking American looks back at that age and says, well, why... Couldn't it have been different? You know, I mean, you mm-hmm. can... you Yes, putting things in, in proper perspective for the people at their time is important. But also, like, come on, how did you just not know on the surface that in, in, enslaving a race of people was wrong? It, it seems to me... It's hard mm-hmm. to believe. It's hard to believe. I do think that's how people will look back at abortion eventually. Wait, wait, they did what? What did they say was okay? That... No, come on. It's like we look back at... Mm-hmm. at, at the actions of Russia, uh, the Soviet Union, or other, you know, countries like Germany. You mm-hmm. look back at them and you say, "Wait, what did they justify?" And a lot of people did come up with ways to justify those actions. These were oh, these were people; they were drains on society, and it was easy when you when when society allows it, it's easy to justify. And so many people did. I do think that we will look back at it the same way eventually.
1: Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming
0: up. U.S. Postal Inspection Service received almost 300,000 complaints of mail theft in the year 2020, up 160% uh, from the previous year. And that was a year when we were all staying home. We could have been guarding your packages. If you've got uh, adequate protection, uh, doing things online the way uh, you know, we do now is the way to go. But that's a big if if it's not enough to, you know, if you're just trying to monitor your basics, it's hard enough to do on your own. You need LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet, and that's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything. Nobody can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own in a major way. And if you do become a victim, the restoration specialists are there to help you. Fix the problem quickly. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, get 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off at lifelock.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
1: Uh, Just for fun, let's uh, look at somebody who uh, you might agree with a little bit, uh, who was was out speaking at a rally in Ohio over the weekend, Donald Trump. Been making a lot of speeches lately. You might might think he might be preparing for something politically, but Hmm. um, here's what he had to say this weekend. Stolen,
2: and now our country is being destroyed. (laughs) Country's being destroyed. Our country's going to hell. We've never had anything... Like this, and we have a president right now, sadly, who has absolutely no idea what the hell is happening.
1: <laughs> yes. True.
2: He's shaking hands with the air. He's walking around, somewhat bewildered. I'd say, it's no good. And taking orders from the Easter Bunny. You saw that one? No, no, no. You know, the Easter Bunny was a political operative. He did a good job. Actually, that guy, we should hire that guy. He was very good. He said, no, no, don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk to those people. And he's doing all of this while Putin does nothing but talk about nuclear weapons and destroying the world. We have our signals very crossed in our country. We've never had a situation like this. The choice this November is very simple. If you want to keep America in a death spiral of crime, look at what's happening on crime with these Democrat run cities, chaos, craziness, corruption, and historic national catastrophes. You must absolutely go out and vote for the radical Democrats. If you want to have a country that's going to be great again, you must vote and again. (laughs) Thank you. That's very good. Very good. I like that guy. Again and again and again. You know, we had it great again and then we said, I think we should do a comma, make America great again again.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> eh, he's great. He's just got a way about him. I miss him like a dad right now because <laughs> uh, the alternative has been so awful. I... I i never could have i could not have imagined how bad it could be with an american president until now i thought things were bad with obama seriously i don't remember barack obama shaking hands with air though. no he never shook hands with air that i can remember i mean i honestly think some of the attacks
0: on on by um, obama when he would make mistakes were sort of like funny but mm-hmm. but nonsense like the 57 states thing it was obviously mm-hmm. just a dumb mistake and he looked like an idiot but it was just a silly mistake it's not like he really thought 57 states were in the United States Joe Biden may very well believe that
1: If he actually oh, yeah. believed there oh, yeah. were
0: 57 states I would not yep. be surprised at all No At true. all And they would be like, you know what? There's, there are 57 states He was just predicting the future <laughs> Because We, we, we You know, our new stance at the Democratic Party is we need 57 states I mean, I would not be surprised if they tried to justify it Oh, anyway. they
1: would Because they, they try to justify absolutely everything he says It's a tough job, Uh, but they keep trying to do it.
2: The Glenn Back Program.
1: American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org As inflation
0: soars to record highs, everyday items are costing more. Pensions and retirement funds are feeling the pinch too. You're being forced to save more and more because there are some people who just can't get it right. And by... Some people, I mean the Biden administration and the Federal Reserve, it's going to be a while before the change for, you know, the good, <laughs> we, we just talked about some changes here just a minute ago. It's going to be a while. Either this guy's going to be, or someone near him is going to be in power for several years. What are you going to do about it? Um, well, you can look at the numbers and try to understand how to make your life better, your financial future better. You can save up to a thousand bucks a month, for, uh, depending on your uh, house size. If you, of course, go with American financing, they're a great company. We've dealt with them for many, many years now, and they can help you too. Whether it's a cash-out refinance or a consolidation loan, American Financing is there to help you, not the bank. They've been doing this for over 20 years, and they're the best around. You can go to AmericanFinancing.net or give them a call, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net.
1: Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9, Eastern Time, 6 to 8 Central, or anywhere, anytime you get your podcasts. Gotten uh, your mom anything for Mother's Day yet? Uh, If not, let me recommend some cookies, maybe. (laughs) Kexy.com. You have until May 1st. To have guaranteed uh, by Mother's Day delivery, okay so you got this week this week, okay, this week because uh, it's a week from Sunday, I believe right mother's day is a week from Sunday, and we've got these new cookies, this um, uh, lemon lavender thing, people are absolutely mm. going crazy over it, honey lemon lavender, mm oh man, it's good, so delicious, and of course, still the peanut butter and the and the uh, texas sheet cake which has always been a favorite uh but kexy.com if you want to get some really good cookies well the best ever made uh for mom by mother's day
0: we had a, a little league thing this weekend you know some of zach's games um and he after the games you know one of the moms they always bring snacks or whatever someone brought cookies mm-hmm. and uh, they were not they were not kexy cookies oh no and uh it was tragic it was tragic <laughs> first
1: of all it was a lot of non-finished that cookies that's sad. i noticed Really? A lot of kids not that's finishing cookies. Yeah. yeah, that's what'll happen. And
0: I was like, next time we have one of these games, mm-hmm. I need to get I need to get a dozen <laughs> kexies to bring them over there because that, that'll that blow people away. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. excellent, excellent
1: cookies. Uh, speaking of blowing people away, uh, Elon Musk tried to buy uh, Twitter, and apparently he's getting a little bit closer to being able to do that. Twitter shares jumped more than 3% on reports. The company is nearing a deal with Elon Musk that could be announced as soon as... As today. This is good for everybody. It is. It just is. Musk earlier this month offered to buy Twitter for 5420 a share. And so you can't <laughs> say he shortchanged everybody. No, but right? he, what is he putting in 420 and everything? I mean, come on. Hey. Yeah, he's, it's the marijuana thing. It's the right? marijuana thing. Yeah. yeah, he's a fan. He's a fan. Uh, the social media company had been expected to decline a deal and had adopted a so-called poison pill to fend off a potential hostile takeover. But Twitter became more receptive to the bid. After Musk revealed, he secured the $46.5 billion in financing. That's pretty good. Uh, and a lot of that's coming right out of his own pocket. $20 billion, I think, is what he said came right out of his own pocket. And what's amazing about him is doesn't really make a difference. What is he at one hundred no. eighty Two, billion? Two hundred eighty billion. Two $280 mm-hmm. dollars.
0: I mean, think of how much money that is incredible. I was listening to this this agonizing report from the New York Times over the weekend. I don't know why I tortured myself with it. I was on a flight, mm-hmm. and it was about how many billionaires there are, and how come there's so many more than there used to be, and how bad and this how was evil for it society. is. I mean, it's incredible. They Jeez. they don't even say that there's another side to the argument. God. it's like it's just like gosh how do we stop this it's like this struggle how do we stop these billionaires from getting all
1: this money it's like why would we want to why? stop it yeah why these people employ other people yeah. and then they invest in other companies and what do i care even if they don't employ anybody yeah, else i don't care. E- e- even if the money doesn't trickle down to me so what yeah their big thesis was that people
0: no longer <sighs> want to be found when they're billionaires like it used to be that people would you know they would angle themselves to get higher on the list of Forbes and and I guess Bloomberg has a list now as well. Mm-hmm. And people would try to get higher on the list because they wanted to show how great they were. And now and they're no, trying they're to hide. Mm-hmm. First of all, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Why would you not want that incredible attention you get because from being a billionaire? Because maybe
1: demonized the entire lot of them. You're basically saying they're all evil. So
0: yeah. that's what this article is about. So I don't know why they would try to hide from that sort of attention. But that is really, you know, what they're saying now is that there's more of them, but they're not they don't want to be as public about it. You know, you don't even know who these people are anymore. We used to always know who these billionaires were. And they're like, how they're like, we, and, and we've struggled to figure out how we can know more about them. Why do you need to know more about them? How about let yeah. them live their own freaking lives? Leave stop, them alone. Stop bothering them. Let them do what they want to do with their own money. You know, if they, if they're doing something like if they're funding uh, international terrorism, then you can report on that if it's a crime, but if they're buying nice boats, that's not a story. They can buy as many boats as they want. Leave them alone. Yeah, and it's so weird. What a weird?
1: What a weird obsession. And so Elon Musk jealous. is hard to lump into this evil group. The guy's homeless. He doesn't <laughs> even have a home. He lives right now at friends' houses. I, very strange, dude. It's a re- he, <laughs> he is. A, he's a weird. <laughs> Gotta cat. say, I like him. I love him, but he's a weird cat.
0: And I am rooting for him to get control of Tesla. So am I. Lar- or, excuse uh, me, of uh, Twitter, Twitter, largely because I think number one, he will improve it. Mm-hmm. It will be a better service once he's running it. I think so. In addition, though, and I think what's been underplayed here is he sees this as a massive opportunity to make more money. Mm -hmm. This is the most, there's so much influence, the most easily and most free advertising for any product in the history of the United States, and they could barely make a profit if they can make
1: one. It's amazing.
0: All he has to do is put his business argument on this thing. What terrible business people they've been. It's been been terribly run, Twitter, from the beginning. You know, look, for all the stuff you could say about Mark Zuckerberg, at least he's been able to make a lot of money off the thing. Yeah. You know, uh, the same thing with uh, some of these other big
1: tech companies. And look how influential it is. I mean, Twitter doesn't have anywhere near the reach that Facebook does. But by perception, Twitter is way more powerful than Facebook. And it's because all the
0: media people are there. They're the ones. There's no reason, though, you can't get people more involved. If you weren't constantly censoring them, that would be a nice start. You know, mm-hmm. if, if every time someone said something relatively conservative, you didn't throw them off the platform, it would <laughs> right. improve it.
1: Yes, and I think I think, you know, and I think I think Musk would definitely get rid of that feature where yeah. they're where they're shutting down all conservative thought.
0: Yes, I agree with that. I do think that the end game in one year from today, if, if Elon Musk takes over, one of the effects that will happen is conservatives don't like Elon Musk as much because he will eventually make some decisions. On that they don't like, that we will not like. Yeah, you know, but he will yeah. be—he will be better overall than it is now. But I, I still think. I mean, he's not saying he's not going to censor stuff. He's just basically saying, like, I don't think it should be as arbitrary.
1: Yeah, or as. And partisan. he did say he was going to bring back Donald Trump and that so, would be big that would be big trump. that'd be huge
0: and i was, look it's so obvious you, you have you have world leaders from around the world that are literally killing people like it, they're mm-hmm. like they're posting pictures mm-hmm. of like their beheaded enemies and they're like twitter's like yeah they can stay on that's pretty that's pretty cool check that <laughs> that's out pretty cool yeah like
1: he's like hold him by the hair <laughs> look at all those entrails <laughs> that's awesome the blood dripping out of his yeah. neck or what used to be his neck <laughs> <laughs> and like
0: donald trump again like you could criticize uh, donald trump for well, his sometimes actions
1: mean right i don't know if you know that stooks he said mean things on twitter
0: it is the most ridiculous it is (laughs) completely indefensible to not have a guy who may very well be running for president in a very short time who it would immediately be not i mean right now because of the job biden is doing he would not only be the favorite for the republican nomination he'd be the favorite for the presidency Mm -hmm. i mean now when once he's back in the public eye every day a lot of Democrats who say they don't like Joe Biden are going to find their love for Joe Biden. I, you know, I hate to break mm-hmm. this to everybody, but that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be a cakewalk. Even if it is someone as completely incoherent as Joe Biden, it's not going to be an easy road because as we all know, the media will do what they do. They will be unfair to whoever the Republican nominee is. And even if it's someone like DeSantis, the media will do everything they can to remind you that you don't, you know, that you don't like Republicans if you're mm-hmm. a moderate, if you're a person who right now would say they disapprove of Joe Biden's job performance. They're gonna do everything they can to if bring you back in the
1: boat. If it's DeSantis instead of Trump, <clears throat> all they'll say is that DeSantis is Trump Trump. That's <laughs> or worse. That's all they'll do. Usually it's worse. Or worse. worse. That, yeah. uh, every,
0: I have never seen a Republican nominee in my lifetime that the media didn't tell me was worse than the previous one. They oh, always yeah. say yeah. The, the the new guy is worse than the last guy. Even after they told you the last guy was Hitler, mm-hmm. they will tell you
1: the new yes. guy. Oh, do you remember how the media handled Ronald Reagan? Mm-hmm. But by the time George W. Bush was nearing the end of, of his second term, Ronald Reagan was like JFK to them. And they loved him. And oh, if we could just get back to the days of Ronald Reagan. You hated Ronald Reagan. It's just that you hate this particular guy even more. So, yeah, that yeah. happens every single time.
0: MSNBC column, why Ron DeSantis is more dangerous than Trump. Oh,
1: jeez. That's
0: already happened then. It's already happened. It's, already, it's already begun. Yep. And they will do it no matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. If you picked, wow. I mean, look, they <laughs> did it with Mitt Romney. George Bush was a terrorist, they told us. Yeah. A, a legitimate, they said he was a terrorist. John McCain. And a war criminal. John McCain was worse than Bush. Uh, mm-hmm. Romney was worse than Bush and McCain combined yeah i mean combined. they did it over and over and over obviously and then trump trump good. was worse than all Golly of them
1: of course the antichrist but
0: i mean like you'd think okay
1: maybe trump was mm. a specific
0: circumstance he obviously was a bombastic personality and like they're not going to try this again are they absolutely they are they will tell you whoever is nominated was no worse than trump if it's not trump and then they will say if it is trump they'll say 2024 trump is worse than 2020 trump <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely yeah, will they will they there is no, will. there is not an exception to this rule. It happens every single <laughs> cycle, no matter who is involved. And look, this is what they do. They are all, most parts of the mainstream media are an arm of the Democratic Party at this point, point. and this is what they do. They treat these stories as if they are opportunities uh, to to hurt the conservative cause. This is mm-hmm. what they do. You know, their big thing. This libs of TikTok story with Taylor Lorenz of yeah. the Washington Post. Taylor Lorenz was out this weekend, and they say, she's like, look, people are criticizing me for, for trying to uh, you know, out this person. And what I said was, look, what if this was a foreign influence? Like, what if this was a Russian actor trying to create chaos in the United States, right? And you might say to yourself, okay, well, yeah, maybe it'd be worth to look into that. I mean, once you found out it wasn't, yeah. I don't know why you run the story. Yeah. But it's in theory, right, okay. It's a moot point because these aren't. Right. And you found out, and even if you ran the story, you could have not named her, yeah. and all of these things. But it could be a foreign influence is both the reason that they say they can't, they, they had to cover the libs of TikTok story, and also the reason that they couldn't cover the Hunter Biden laptop. <laughs> could be a foreign influence. Right. They couldn't, they couldn't talk about that because it could be foreign influence, but they had to talk about libs of TikTok because it could be foreign influence. In other words, whatever point they have to make at any given moment that will help them one percentage point of the time, they will make. Whether it makes sense as it relates to anything else they've ever said is not material. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They don't care. All they care about is advancing their cause, and they will use any justification they can at any given moment to do it.
1: It's, it's embarrassing, but it's so obviously true at this point. Yep. Triple eight seven two 727 beck More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. <laughs>
0: So, if you have pain that you've been living with, a pain that uh, despite all of your efforts throughout the years you haven't been able to get rid of, well, you could try what Glenn has been recommending for a very long time. You know, it's changed his life. It's called re- Relief Factor, and Relief Factor helped Glenn with his pain. And Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, he was here the other day. He's like, "This is allergies." My voice. I don't know what's going on. I go, "Glenn, you have more health problems than like the state of Kentucky." like all the people in Kentucky combined don't you have something else going on with you well at least he's been able to get rid of the pain and relief factor has helped there uh, 3 week quick start developed for you is only 19.95 it's a $1 dollar a day like a trial pack hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor about 70% of them go on to order more says quite a lot go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief To get the 1995 three week quick start developed for you, again, it's relieffactor.com or call 1 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Glenn
2: Beck. Join the conversation 888 727 BECK.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, We've been talking a little bit about Elon Musk and his takeover bid of of Twitter that may resolve itself as of today. Today or tomorrow, they think. Uh, But some fascinating things about the way Elon Musk runs his businesses. They seem to be fairly successful. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, they seem to do all right. Uh, Tesla is now worth as much as the combined market cap Of the nine largest car makers in the world, including GM, Volkswagen, and Toyota. Wow. Yet, here's the thing, Tesla makes up less than 1% of global car sales. (laughs) It's hard to justify when you say it that way. Yeah, it is.
0: But, I mean, look, Tesla Mm. is millions of miles ahead when it comes to technology on electric cars right even their competition general motors and all toyota they're all saying all they're going to be making are electric cars by 2030 tesla's why is already we, doing that why would we assume they're going to be better at it than tesla is right when I mean, tesla's already doing it and they're already already way ahead when it comes to technology and another thing i will say and this one hits me personally pat mm-hmm one thing Tesla's doing right now is delivering cars. When you order a car, hmm. they decide to send you the car. So when you order well, like the car... Like within five years, No, 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 Like oh. I okay. could go on Tesla.com right now and order a car mm-hmm. that will be here in six to eight weeks <laughs> as mm-hmm. I design it that is not what other companies are doing. They're able to get their hands on these chips, and there's like five times as many chips as everybody else needs, and mm-hmm. they are able to get them all. They are able to actually get the car you ordered to the place you ordered it. Strange. It's an incredible new innovation what in the car industry. What a business industry.
1: plan. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so it's like... Can you believe we're having this kind of discussion and this problem now? It's amazing. I never I, thought. I
0: never thought. I Pat, when... Uh, this car that I ordered when it came out initially, I was going to order one and I decided not to pull the trigger on the initial batch of them because I was so in my head, I was like, this dealership is going to be calling me 50 times a day to make this you know, like to, to pressure me into upgrades and you know all this other stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. and I just don't want to deal with the hassle. So I just didn't do it. You know, because I was so <laughs> right. concerned I would be hassled by the dealership. Now, when I call the dealership, they're mad at me. Stop no. calling. <laughs> stop asking about your stupid car when it comes in Uh, we'll give it to you maybe and we'll probably charge you more than we're telling you we're going to charge you right now that's kind of what i expect and it's like jeez it's a totally different world can you i mean you remember the days of like the the you know the shady car uh, salesman of being a a, a joke a trope in a comedy where they would always be like pressuring Mm -hmm. you on everything it's that is not the case anymore they can't get these cars here they might be. They might want to be shady, but they can't because they can't <laughs> sell you anything. I get mad every time I see a commercial for a car company. What? Why are you advertising right now? <laughs> Turn your advertising off. You don't have any cars to sell people. It's so. In- <laughs> It's so as you can tell yeah sort of infuriating it's a little frustrating but he, elon musk seems to be able to navigate these waters particularly well what he could do for his test for twitter
1: oh can you imagine
0: as a money so generating great. machine forget so the free great. speech stuff i mean I, yeah i mean i wouldn't forget it it's important to me but as a company you gotta believe that's that's going to be set for a real takeoff after this if it happens